sales is science, guys. And that's what it boils down. It's a science and it has to be a couple things studied and well-defined, which is why this planning season, this planning process is so critical. Don't just try to fly by the seat of your pants, but really think about what is it you can do to get your people engaged. Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith-Austin and Misty Garrigan. Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hey, 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 it's Kimberly Smith-Austin here, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Made to Inspire podcast. I am here today with my awesome and amazing co-host, Misty Kerrigan. Hey, Misty, happy summer. Happy summer, Kimberly. How are you? Super fantastic. Enjoying the summer, enjoying the slowdown, I'll call it. Not a pause, but a slowdown of the summer and super excited about what these next few months will bring, but even more excited about the road ahead. I love that. And for some of us, it's not a slowdown. Summer is prime time to be able to get out there, interact, have some touch points, meet some new people, catch up with some old people, but really just brand, if you will, no matter where you're at. And we were just talking, um, even during the summer when you were traveling, you were still able to uh, package some of your products in a way that would be able to help you use them better, but also share them. Um, You've been kind of nailing that one the last few times we hung out try this. Hey, I brought a little extra of that. Hey, this helps me. And um, because of that, I've already engaged and got something that you shared with me. So I know sometimes it's not quote unquote, where you'd be like, this is a strategy. Sometimes who you are becomes a strategy because you're influencing those around you to try the things that you have in a non-threatening sort of buy sort of way, but in a, hey, try sort of way. (laughs) That's right. And you know, Misty, I'll tell you, it stems from doing a key thing, which is listening. When you listen to people, they're going to tell you what they need, what they want. And that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as an emergent leader, you always want to have those two ears keened, keen Mm -hmm. and listening to what people are saying. Because when you listen, you then can respond with something they need. And that is one of my superpowers. I'm a great listener sometimes, (laughs) but when it comes to producing and converting someone over, it's listening. That's the superpower. So today we're going to talk about it's summertime. And we know that summer, usually most businesses, not all, most businesses have a, a decline in their sales. You know, and when you think about having a decline in your sales, that's never exciting. And so today we want to give you some strategies, things that you can put in place to help you keep your season, not only use the summer to build up your sales, use the summer to think about strategies to go into the fall and also eliminate those gaps during the summer. Because if you plan ahead, you can plan to have great success. And so we're going to give you some things today that'll help you do that which in fact, number one is plan in advance. (laughs) I kicked it off well before I wanted to, but planning in advance. 
if you know that your business traditionally has a slump during the summertime, use that slump to build, to create. And we've talked about it, to look at self-mastery, to look at creating your systems, but also looking at your sales. This is the time when sales matter. We are now in the economy where inflation is at a 40-year high. And guess what? It's not going down. People are struggling. People are really being tight with their money, deciding where they will spend and where they won't spend. And so now is our time to really think about how do we engage these people, keep them coming back to our product and our service so that our company can continue to not only survive, but to thrive. And planning is that key point. Taking that time to recognize what's going on in the marketplace. What is your product and service? How will people perceive your product and service? And is it something that they need or is it a want? What I love during the pandemic, so many companies that were probably want-based companies made some shifts and were able to position themselves or pivot themselves in a place where they provided things that people needed. It wasn't a want because some people got right of the excess. They got rid because they didn't have the discretionary income. And that is this time right now with gas prices at six, seven, eight dollars with, you know, all our food really, really high. We have to be really intentional about our planning and how we're going to set our business up for success. So one of the example for that would be one of the local restaurants, they did a family night or a family to go. So they just combined, um, like instead of coming in and ordering separate meals and it's $80 for everyone, this was $40 and you got feeds for four pieces of chicken, four servings of macaroni and cheese, four salads, but they were still able to meet a profit margin while at the same time meeting a need because people were eating out less, not only because of the pandemic, but now we're going to see that again because of the rise in inflation. So if you're a restaurant, what does that look like? Also, mm -hmm. the no like and trust factor as you're planning in advance. How are you going to have so many touch points this summer in the uh, no like and, and trust factor so that your new customers or your new people you're running into get a chance to meet you, know you, um, and or your company, and you have that brand of who you are and what you do. So mm -hmm. as we talked about in other episodes, it's so important just to sit down and really be intentional and really look at where am I, where do I want to be, what's the gap, and what are some things I could be intentional about doing, even when I'm out enjoying this amazing weather and the sun not setting to 9 p.m. Right, right. I love that. And right now my brain just went... <laughs> One thing that when you're planning in advance, it's something critical, and this is a whole nother show, it's about building rapport. When you've taken that time during the summer months to look at building rapport, when you build rapport with your clients, and it goes beyond a client relationship, maybe it goes to a friendship. You know, I've had people that are clients that are now friends, and they can't imagine life without me or without us, without our business. So building that rapport and thinking about those relationships that you have and how you're planning, planning around them, planning to give them something they want and need. And I think we talked about this maybe last week or if I'm envisioning, talking about having a party, a summer party for your employees or for your company people, for your clients and allowing them to bring the kids. Just like that example of the restaurant, you're planning these things so it can not only help you build a rapport, build a relationship 
and build that income that your company needs to survive. Mm. Which brings us on. Go ahead, Miss. Do you have something to add? No, I was going to say that is I've, I was we're talking with a friend and she's in a new company and they're all virtual, but they mm-hmm. fly everyone in once a quarter and they do something like go to the zoo, um, um, one of those escape rooms, but they do something to build teamwork and then they give them trainings on the new products they're doing and all the other things, but they built in some of that rapport building for one another. And then when she's out talking about it or when they're in the, the zoo and wearing the same shirt and I was like, what do you guys do? They're now building branding for their company while building awareness while their team is being built up. Because I, I'll, I'll be like, I love that. I want to work for a company that takes the time to build rapport or you see a company out, everyone's having fun. That looks like a great bunch I wouldn't mind doing business with. So it's a that whole thing is it's intentional where you're doing one thing but the side effects are also helping your company. Absolutely. Which is why I, I, I want to give a definition. Sales is science, guys. And that's what it boils down. It's a science and it has to be a couple of things studied and well-defined, which is why this planning season, this planning process is so critical. Don't just try to fly by the seat of your pants, but really think about what is it you can do to get your people engaged, which brings us on to the next point. Now that it's summer, although you may be slowing down, think of how do you keep these people involved? And that's maybe running some sort of contest, something that they can do to still get involved. Whether you're a brick and mortar or a click and order business, how do you get them there? How do you get them to show up for themselves and for the business that you have to offer? I'll think about my wellness company. One of the examples that I do during the summer months where people are out vacationing, I put in bingo and I love this because I put a bingo in and inside of the squares, all these things, once they bingo, they can qualify to win prizes. But some examples is do a 30 minute workout. Maybe the example is share your post with the friend, share my company page with the friend. Maybe it's come to the local site and show up and do a workout. So think about what can you do? How can you create this energy to bring people to your storehouse? Because that's what it boils down to. I love that. Bingo is so smart because you can engage them in so many ways. And in that company, their product is themselves and their health. So giving them some assignments to play into their health and their wealth while at the same time helping it, that touch point being sharing what they're doing and why they're doing it is brilliant. So anyone can take that process, right? That system on and create your own bingo or create your own. Um, I was at a conference last week and they did a scavenger hunt. They did a scavenger hunt and you, to do the scavenger hunt, you had to be at specific things uh, throughout the entire conference. So you weren't dipping out early to some of the events that normally, you know, people don't come to that last session because they're on, sometimes vacation, even though it's a conference. So looking at where the gaps are and putting a contest in is great. Another thing that I love that you do is, um, says here, number three is diversify your lead sources, but you're really great about inviting, inviting. So your lead sources don't necessarily have to be inviting people to your company events, but um, inviting people to be around you. So one of the things Kimberly loves is roller skating. And she every day is inviting people to come out and roller skate with her. And that's building relationship. You don't always have to look at how do I close this per se, but really that rapport, how do I 
build this? How do I build this? And that's inviting, that's diversifying your lead sources because also look like where else can I add to my company? Just like we talked about in the beginning when things got a little tight with money is, is there avenues I'm not seeing right now that I could add to my company that helps our, our bottom line, but also reinforces some of our bigger signature products. Yes. So one of the things that we can do, especially as a trainer or as a coach is look at, do you have a summer uh, system? Do you have, if, if there's more downtime in the summer, most people might be more on video or more on their social media or more likely to want to take a class and do something or read a book during their vacation. So what products can you create that helps people bring them back towards you, but you could still be um, investing in yourself and making some profit by creating these smaller products. People are able to like an appetizer on their vacation. Yes. I have a book. Why don't you take it with you? Read it. Tell me what you right. think. That's right. That's a great, great door opener. And when you talk about diversifying your lead sources, one of the key things is when you look at diversification, that means for me, it means get outside the house, get outside the room while you're out on vacation, make friends. So you have to open up your mouth to make those connections and those friends. Prime example, yesterday I was at the grocery store and I'm walking through the grocery store and I was talking to my mother, but some lady, two ladies were ear hustling, I like to call it. <laughs> and they made a comment. One of them made a comment. The other one says, I want to do that. That sounds fun. Now, I was rushing at that time. But the first lady, I did stop, engage with her, have a conversation and exchange phone numbers. Because in that conversation, discovered we're both from Chicago. We've both experienced this. She loves this and new to California. And I says, oh, that's great. I'd love to connect with you. That was me diversifying my lead sources. I listened, I heard a few opportunities. She's starting a new business. Guess what? She needs some help. She's also looking to get healthy. I was like, oh. So right there, she showed me uh, several ways, but it started with me getting out and being open because here's the truth. We're out all the time, but are we open to engaging in conversations with other people? Because people are going to tell you what they want and need if you simply take the time to listen. Now, the next one, number four, it's all about refreshing your messaging. This is the time when we talked last week about your systems, creating systems that work. And in the process of creating systems, you're going to have to look at what you do, how you do it and why you do it. Now, this week, when you're looking at your sales process, your sales, look at what is your messaging? Are you speaking to your ideal client or are you speaking to the masses? What do you need and what do you want in your business? It should be reflected in your messaging. And summer is a great time to do it. While you're sitting poolside, kick your feet up and think about who do I want to serve? Who do I want to work with? Who do I want to help transform their life from their business side or whatever your company is? What is my product going to do for this person? But it starts with, looking at that ICA, ideal client avatar, looking at your business model, and then refreshing your messaging to make sure they align. Sometimes refreshing means not overwhelming, cutting it back, mm -hmm. having enough where they could understand what it is, but not throwing up all over them verbally or not talking so much it confuses them or takes them out of a sale, but getting that engagement and curiosity to get them to that next step of your process, what that might look like. 
So you're engaging your lead, you're connecting with them, but you're not standing there in the store. Look what Kimberly did. She wasn't standing in the store selling them. She didn't um, take them to a website and, and um, hand them some pills and give them uh, uh, some shake. She just got some connection of where they're from, what they're doing, and then exchanged the number to get back to them. Because sometimes, uh, I'm sometimes, we get so excited that we over talk the other person and it frightens them. So in your messaging, you need to look at how many people are engaged in my messaging. I was on a conference call and we were doing a, a business thing and some lady came on every 10 minutes and just pitched herself. And you could tell everyone in the Zoom screen's eyes were rolling and everyone was like, geez. And then when a few of us that were running it got together afterwards and were debriefing it, everyone was like, can you believe that lady? And I'm like, I wonder if she knows. Like someone should tell her. It was a free event, so no one really knew her. But it was just funny because her messaging, her brand was um, assertive, if you will, but it was also abrasive. So it's looking at who does she really want? Because she was out here trying to get everybody. And that's not going to work. If you're trying to get everybody, ain't nobody want you. So you got to be a little more exclusive and a little more dialed in and focused because if you're dialed in on someone else, I'm more likely to be like, well, that sounds like me and I'm going to want more instead if you're just trying to get everybody. So when you're really looking in and refreshing your messaging, who are you talking to and what are you saying is very important, especially in those first 30 seconds. Yes. I want to add to that, you know, you mentioned something about clarity, clear, concise messaging. It's super important. And one thing I think about is one thing that I strongly dislike is long form lead pages. Someone selling the product, a service, consulting, coaching, and their lead page takes me two hours to read. That's the problem for me. And with our attention spans, average attention span now is three to five minutes. I need something short. I need something quick that. <laughs> that I can read and actually engage in. So regardless of who you are and what you're doing, think about clear, concise messaging so you can attract the clients that you want. And they're going to read it and see the value in what you bring. Which brings me to the next one. Make the most of videos. Mm. I think this is awesome. Right now in summertime, you're sitting by the poolside. I just recently did two things. Number one, last summer, last summer, I created some videos on the pool side. And guess what? I've just recently put them out to my community. That's a year ago. And sometimes we don't always do it right away, but now is the time to plan your messaging. Yesterday, I created seven videos for our business coaching that's coming up. Seven videos done. Out the fly, they were in my brain. I said, let's go record. And that's exactly what I did. Now is the time. They're saying that video is more effective than the written text. So think about how you can shift your messaging to a video so that you can engage those clients. They see you, they see your actions, your face, your body language, and now they're excited to do business with you. It's no longer just reading about you, it's experiencing you. So make the most of this mm. time, start creating those videos. And if not creating them, start planning them out so that they can help boost your sales because excuse me, here we go. Facts tell, excuse, but stories sell. Create your stories and put them out there for the world to see. I love that. They're experiencing you and we do business with people we know, like, and trust. And there's that phenomenon. The more I see you, the more I get to experience you, which means the more I'm going to like and trust you and wanting to do business with you. So uh, the next thing is after you're doing your videos is in summer, 
get ready for fall. Mm-hmm. Fall. I love this. Um, when we coach other companies, it's always about working in seasons so that you're not overwhelmed and that you could still stay fresh and creative. Summer might be a little downtime, but fall is usually, and we've seen this before, when people start to hit that high stress level, kids are back in school, other things are happening. A lot of the committees start back up. There's few committees that usually run during the summer. There's a couple, but usually when you get back into fall, you get overcommitted to things and the kids get busier than you. So getting ready for fall helps you is what can I get done this summer that'll help fall um, be less stressful, but also product wise. What am I doing product wise for fall? Because we know that fall is going to go like this and the most busiest season of the year hits pretty quick. So if we can get through summer in the sense of creating new relationships, um, having more touch points, maybe some products and some systems, then as fall comes, we're already gearing up for that to be the reaping season, the reaping season, reap and sow, right? So we sowed in, we're finishing, we're nurturing during the summer and we're reaping in the fall, especially summer doesn't have to be a downtime, but if it happens to be, and it is, that's a downtime to sow some more to get ready to reap in the fall, but not stay out of momentum. Summer's that momentum building season that That's you can right. be out there actively growing, not just your bottom line, but your influence through That's the right. videos as we were just talking about and your messaging, but not seeing summer as a silo because the seasons are all connected. And if you can get that bigger picture of them, it's going to be more joy to do the things in the those seasons as you start to hit those ones that really help your bottom line. That's so true. Strong businesses build in advance. They are not on the fly, but you know, and we recognize that some of you are just beginning. Some of you are well on your way. So for some, this may be a refresher thinking about getting ready for the fall, getting ready for Christmas, right? Getting ready for your Christmas sales, your Christmas promotions, get ready for the Halloween or whatever events that you promote throughout your year. But here's the key. While you're doing that, be sure that you're always adding value. Mm. You can create anything, but if there's no value to your prospects, to your consumers, it doesn't matter. And you want to make sure you take the time to create something based on the systems that you created from last week's show. That's going to bring value. Let the people know that not only do you have a product for them, but you care about them personally. Because again, when you build that rapport, you show the value, people are going to come back over and over and over again. And don't forget about your existing customers, your existing prospects. I think so often we're looking at how do we churn and create new business. We forget about those that are already in-house. Let's love on them the same way. What I'm noticing really quickly, I noticed this trend just recently, a lot of companies who in the past only provided resources or promotions for their new customers are now finally looking at the old customer. I went to my cell phone provider and they just put an incredible rate out and it says, hey, if you add a second line to your phone, we're going to drop your phone line. What? to a really low, low price. And I was like, is that just for new customers? No, it's for existing customers. That was huge for me because I've been fighting with uh, cable companies, cell phone companies for years because the promotions were always for the newbies. What about me, Mr. I'm a loyal, I'm a faithful customer. I want to see what you have sales-wise in place for me. 
and it's starting to happen. And I want to encourage you to consider that as you build your summer promotions, as you build your fall, your winter, and your 2023 promotions. Don't let this time pass away without setting yourself up for success. Now is the time to do it. You know, they say that um, someone can have a brand and love it, but one bad experience, even after 20 years, they'll leave it. So I'm glad that the phone companies are catching up to that because when you watch on TV and all the new people are getting all these great stuff, but you've been there 10, 20 years, it sort of pisses you off. And so why not go to another company that is going to help the newbies because you're a newbie. And um, we did that for three years. We jumped around cable companies when we had cable. We just, once that ended, we just went to the next cable company and utilized the, I'll be a new customer every time. So if you want to have retention, one of the best ways of retention is to always take care of the people that take care of you. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. One of the companies that I've partnered with over the years, they have a 96% retention rate. And that's huge. And they've been doing it for over 35 years. And it's because they add value. It's because they consider not only the new, but the old customers. And they provide something for the market that's going to not only deal with the needs, but the wants. And that's what you want to think about in your company. This is the time to develop your sales strategy. This is the time when you can win because business is, whether it's a complete slump, maybe it's a slowdown, maybe it's non-existent. Use this time to let your light shine because we know your business has something great for the marketplace. And it's time for you to let the world know by taking this time to plan to give contests, diversify your lead magnets, refresh your messaging, take advantage of videoing and get ready for the road ahead. There's something there, something there. And we say it every single week, guys, and we're coming back with it just again. But before we do, we got three action items we wanna to bring to you. Number one, and this is really encapsulating everything we've already talked about, number one, is to bring them in. It's time to look at how you bring those salespeople in. I mean, excuse me, bring in the new clients. And it's based on these strategies we just shared. Those are the ways to bring them in. Contests, opportunities for them to engage, new things, new promotions. Let them use this time to help you build your brand, your business, and your bottom line. So it's time to bring them in, folks, and use this time to make sure you create things that are gonna matter to them and attract them to you. And once you're starting to bring them in, build them up. What is your nurturing system? So if, uh, for instance, Kimberly was bumping into people with some of the great things, she has a great pass, seven-day pass. Hey, come get some, come experience me, come experience my workouts. We have free classes that we do. Hey, you, um, you're interested in building your business? Come to this free workshop. So check us out. Um, see, see what we have here. And as you're building up, one of the things we do to nurture people is getting to know them and listening. What else do you need? Uh, what else would work? And also taking that time to learn about them. That's right. What, what uh, your, their, their kids, their spouses, their interests, their likes, their movies. Sometimes nurturing is just about connecting. And other mm -hmm. times nurturing can be about adding more value to the products that they're already or the services that you're already giving or adding new, um, for instance, a way that one of uh, our, our, our caller, Dr. Tina does it is, so I get adjusted and she's, or um, I refer somebody and she sends me a thank you card, which is enough. But then she also says in your honor, I'm giving a donation to uh, your favorite nonprofit. 
well, how's that nurturing me? That's nurturing my soul, knowing that because I shared health with someone else, a nonprofit is going to benefit. So that was just a way for her to give back. Now, I'm not saying she did it for this purpose, but strategy-wise sales, are you ready? Giving to a nonprofit helps her taxes. So now she's helping her customers while helping her bottom line and helping her taxes. So it all interweaves, but the intention is for you to feel amazing for sharing her service. So you could do that within your own company. Cause I know there's some services out there that can't hook up someone who referred someone else, but there's others that do. I know someone that if you refer a $5,000 uh, service, they'll give you a thousand back. They'll give you a thousand for referring a new customer to their 5,000. That's huge. That's almost 20% of what they're earning on that. So there's different ways to nurture some of that. I love referral programs because you want raving fans who know, like, and trust and love you. And if you are able to give back to those raving fans who are already raving about you, you have a friend for life that won't quit raving because they're not even doing it to get something. But if they get something, holy crap, they're going to love that. So always take that time to nurture your new customers, but also go back and reconnect and nurture those that have been with you even years. How can you reconnect with them? How can you just out of the blue, send them a thank you? You know, you've been a customer for five years, 10 years, 15, and I love and appreciate that. Thank you. You'll be surprised what acknowledgement does to the, the human soul, the human heart of just loving your business even more. And it's not that expensive. It doesn't take that much time. Um, I know even a text message, but try to do a little more, but even at the, the very, very, very least, a text message saying thank you can help nurture someone in your business. That's powerful right there. So right there, you bring them in, you build them up, and then you become the business of their choice. You become the business that they want to not only continue working with, but the business that they go out and share with the world. I mean, Misty, you said it so well. It's that Raven fan concept. When people know that you not only know them, you like them, and they trust you, they're going to go out and sing your praises, folks. They're going to sing your praises. And that's exactly what we need in today's economy. We know <laughs> inflation is here. It's here. The economists are saying that the next six months, we can expect inflation. And if your business is in a position where there may be some uncertainty, now is the time for you to create your strategies. Don't let this time pass. Don't wait and don't wait and don't worry. Instead, go to work. I always put a quote up, don't wish for it, work for it. Now is the time for you to put it into work. And right here is where it models. Sales and marketing are your two key areas you want to focus on. If you get those things locked down during the summer, you will see the success. In fact, they say 90 days is a clear cycle. When people see the work you do today will show off in 90 days. So fast forward, we're in June. Boom, fall, business booming. So take the time, guys, to set yourself up for success. So with that, guys, we're going to wrap it up. And let me tell you, this is your season to win. But it all starts with you setting up your systems, setting up your sales processes, and making sure you have everything you need in place. Like we say every single week, there is something out there waiting for you. Now go get it. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are made the number two, the letter N, 
inspire you. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. We're out there. But best of all, we ask that you leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. Let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action. We appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode.